Okay, we're just doing a little uh, sound check here. That's me. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Craig Buckley and Will Fleming. Uh, this morning, just before we kick off the podcast, my kids said, let's do a freestyle rap. <laughs> and uh, I actually busted out a really good one. Obviously, because it's freestyle, it leaves your mind straight away. But the idea it was about uh, something with big paws. And so I was like, you know, big paws to knock down doors and something else. And then did you stop? Did you stop and go, because it's a big pause. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put any dad jokes in, but they looked at me like, who are you? Because I actually tried to do a freestyle. Apparently, it's coming back in. Wow. It's amazing how things are going round and round in circles. It's a good, it's a good little kind of mental gymnastics thing to do with your kids, though, if you can. What, freestyling? Yeah, 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 yeah. Give them... We, we do it all the time. We you got to use a word in a sentence, and it's all all, all, all good for the brain, I think, because, you know, I'm a scientist and stuff. Well, we are dad scientists. <laughs> we are actually legit experts in many fields. And you can say that when you have a baby, because actually you should be able to say that because of how hard it actually is. That's the one message I've been sharing from having a newborn is you forget when you don't have a newborn how hard a newborn is. This is true. This is true. And um, it's, you it, you kind of come crashing back down to reality and go, oh, that's right. I remember. <laughs> that's this, this is this is tough. This is tough. Um, I also just wanted to say real quick before we kind of jump into things, um, the dad science also extends to hacking our day to be able to record podcasts. So it goes without saying that we probably want to, you know, one of the, one of the most uh, interesting things I was ever told in sales was what you do is you for, it's called forestalling the objection. And that means when the client says to you, well, I'm going to, if you think the client's going to have a problem with something, you get to it first and you point it out and you say, I know that this is a problem, but this is how we're going to work around it. And so I just wanted to point out the fact that uh, we're a couple of dads with a lot of kids and jobs to boot and trying to find time to podcast is challenging. So um, with that, I'm forestalling the objection of the rain on the roof of the car in which we're using as a studio. So it's really important to know that um, we're getting ahead of it. We're working towards some exciting solutions to that problem. Um, but a big, I guess, a big thank you to those that are bearing with us as we, I guess, kind of break the number one rule of podcasting and having average audio um, but are on board with the message regardless I mean everything can be you know I'm trying to think of the right word here this is not good freestyling I guess what I'm trying to say is all of the heavy things can be suppressed by being a father because at the end of the day you've got stink audio but you're trying your best to make it work you know your kid cro- you, you cannot stop your kid falling over you can only try your best to comfort comfort them and and i feel like that's what we're doing it's like it's raining we're in the smallest tiniest car ever <laughs> even though it's cozy and we're trying to make it work and there has to be something in it for everyone otherwise what the hell are we doing exactly and big big ups and big props is that is that cool still? I'm not sure. But a big sh- big shout outs to the dads and the families that are, are living by that mantra here and now. You know, um, they're doing the best with, with the tools that they have. And and we've always said with Red Dads, we're always about trying to give those people um, a pat on the back. And yeah, and so with that, well done. 
Speaking of those people, we kind of need to give a few people a pat on the back and we need to give a couple people, being us, a bit of a whack on the bum or an uppercut, whichever one tickles your fancy. It's around this idea of we've had a few winners on the page recently with little uh, quizzes and um, ages ago we did this thing with Plunkett where we said send us your pics of you dressed up in blue and we had one entry, a fella Ants, and he won. And we just haven't had the chance to give him his gear yet. So what I'm saying is, I've been in touch with everyone, and we're doing a run this Saturday, uh, if we can make it, Greg, yep. in our hovel, um, to to deliver some well-earned <laughs> prizes. And I'm guessing Ant's going to be pretty stoked about that too. Well, he's going to be happy. He won a drill. And another dude won a car cleaning thing. And, you know, because he got the quiz right. And it's like... We see you, but at the end of the day, we're two dudes trying to run this thing. Trying to run an empire <laughs> is, uh, it ain't easy. Yeah. Did you know I used to have a business, right? Well, it was a, it actually ran for a little while. So I'll tell you how I got here. I said easy, and the company was called Laundreasy. So it was a nappy business that you would use washable nappies. I would pick them up and go get them laundered. I thought it was an excellent idea. And I still think it's an excellent idea, but the realisation I had, and excuse me, I'm going to swear, so cover your kids' ears, I was driving one day delivering nappies, and I said out loud, oh no, I am a shit delivery driver. <laughs> and I was way younger, but at the same time I thought I should have seen past that, and I was more of an entrepreneur, but it spooked me and I went back to do what I love to do, which is creative stuff. But I always remember that because um, I tried to come up with taglines and something like, uh, you know, um, life ain't always easy, get on down to laundreasy. <laughs> and then my cousin, who's, you know, a plonker at the best of times, he came to me and said, life ain't easy when you're fat and greasy, get on down to laundreasy. <laughs> and that may, have, uh, that may have kind of put me off, but I mean... It's interesting to talk about us as dads and us as entrepreneurs and I wonder Greg where that kind of, you know, is that a Kiwi thing, you know, for men or people in New Zealand to think I can do that? Oh, I think so, but also I think uh, well, before you talk about that I also want to talk about the fact that um, the, the gumption, the kahunas that it takes to develop that kind of relationship with, um, I guess, uh, and I say it broad because um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know the specifics of what happened, but um, you know that broad sense of an idea. You came, you saw, and it, it kind of it stopped, and and on some level it failed because if it was really awesome, you'd be still doing it. But I think it's really important that we talk about the relationship that um, as guys we have with failure, because mm. often there's this really, really massive disconnect be, be, between this huge amount of huge volume of ideas that we have and we're like oh we could do this and 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 the key word in all of those statements is could but very seldom does that translate into we're going to or we are and I think so much of that comes back to this relationship with failure that we have with ourselves and kind of going we want to be the guy we, we, we want to jump the cavern between the idea and being successful and we we just we 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 discount just just how much you learn 
in the in-between times and it's really hard because I mean I, I could I could rattle off countless examples that fall into the same boat as you and it's not it's not till now that we're in the midst of you know this whole red thing beginning to take shape and and people are getting on board and people love um, uh, you know the the message and the story and, and all of the rest of it uh, do we begin to see those learnings coming into play? Mm. And you got to play the game um, before you know you you get to the other side. And I know again, it's, it sounds like a really cliche lesson, but I, I I'm just so about us talking about our relationship with failure and that idea that failure is never in the falling down; it's the refusing to get back up again. And the fact that we've got so many opportunities, it's like you know if something. If lawn, if you've got a laundry in you now, that you got to get it out. The only way that you can really truly get it out of you is to go and do it. Go out there, try it. If you have to fail at it, cool, because then you can move on. But um, those things that nag away at you and potentially are, you know, if they're not, if they're left um, unaddressed or untried, become a distraction from the really important parts of your life. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, my little rant. No, I love it. I love it. I mean, this is exactly what the podcast is. It's a series of rants collated into a season of ranting. <laughs> um, you know, the interesting thing about this whole gig, and I call the life gig, right? Because it's this weird little three-act structure, and at some points you think you're in the third act, but you're in the second, and you don't know. There's some things in life that are so obvious, and there's other things in life that are so counterintuitive. Like, it's a this perfect balance of, it's like a slide that all of a sudden you go through a dark patch in the tunnel, and the slide goes all around, and you can't see this cast, and you come out, and it's a slide again, and you're only on a slide. Oh, this is a bad example. This is not freestyle rapping. It's like a slide. You're going down in oh, this tunnel. Oh, you know, oh, you don't want to yeah, have yeah, a bumble. Yeah. Bumble. Bumblebee. Um, Bumble? That's what came into my mind because the new Bumblebee movie is coming out. Do you remember Herbie? Are you old enough to remember yeah, Herbie? Dude, I, you're not that much older than me, man. I'm 74. <laughs> I watched Herbie. We actually watched the original Herbie with the kids. Um, Does it still hold up? Yeah, man. They loved it. They thought it was awesome. Is Herbie a ripoff of Bumblebee? No, nah, nah, Herbie was well before Bumblebee. Time. Then Bumblebee's a ripoff of Herbie. Yeah. No, because the new Bumblebee movie's coming out, and he's not a Corvette. He's back to a... Um, what's his? No, remember? The original Bumblebee was a... What's those old V-dubs? A V-dub. Really? The original Bumblebee? Yeah. Oh, man. I, well, what's Herbie? He's a V-dub, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what Bumblebee is as well. Really? Yeah. Not like a Camaro? No, back in the cartoons, ah. um, Bumblebee's uh, uh, um, uh, V-dub. Learn something new every day. Where, where was I going with this? Uh, just, just to point out, uh, we have no association to Volkswagen at all. Uh, we have another vehicle partner. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we just there was a lot of reference to that in the that sort of preceding twenty five seconds. This episode brought to you by Hubble. If you're looking to get yourself out of trouble, get yourself a Hubble. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna love that one. <laughs> Life ain't easy when you're fat and greasy. Get on down to Laundreasy. <laughs> Laundreasy sounds like a sleazy bar, eh? <laughs> Go on, get down to Laundreasy. You can have a beer and do your washing. Um, no, I was saying life is very complicated, and it's so 
plain, it's like the harder you look at it, the harder it is to explain. And so I think the thing is you should try and look very hard, but understand that you may not ever get a real solution out of this thing. The best you can possibly do is the best you can possibly do, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, I'm, 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 I apologize if I'm clasping at straws to segue from that idea to the next, but I do think it's related. Um, this idea that our you know our parents possibly came from a generation where you grew up with this notion of you had to have you had a one year plan and then you had a three year plan and then you had a five year plan and a ten year plan and a fifteen year plan and one thing that I've been thinking about and working through with my kids as well is you know I want them to be eyes up and future focused but you know, again, we make no bones of the fact that both Will and I are just futurists by nature. We we make a living and we kind of exist in the world where we have to be eyes up looking forward to what's coming next. And just been thinking a lot about um, the relevance of that type of advice in a world that's growing at an exponential rate. You know, as a parent, we're now... You know, I had a conversation with my kids the other day about how my oldest two were probably going to be the last two to get their licenses to drive as a matter of right of passage. And it's an it's an acceptance that the landscape in which we are changing, uh, the landscape in which we are living, sorry, is changing at such a great rate that that linear notion of this kind of one-year, three-year, five-year, 10-year, 15-year plan is actually going to set our kids up uh, to fail, I think, and fail quite significantly and quite dramatically. And the only antidote that I can come up with is this idea that, um, you know, three, six, nine, 18 months, 24 months, maybe. But once you get beyond that, you're really starting to look um, into the into the into the tarot cards, or you know, and you're trying to read the tea leaves or whatever. Um, and so, what we have to do is. Again, it's a it's a it's a topic that we've talked a lot about. But how do we teach our kids to embrace in in a in a world full of instant gratification? We've got to teach our kids to rationalise mystery because we're saying have a plan, have a purpose, but you can only go to twenty four months because um, that's going to become a real issue. You know, after that. Um, so how do you how do you kind of hold those two things in tension? It's crazy. It is crazy, and it's always been crazy, and the craziness will always continue. Again, I come back to treating it like a parent. The best thing I can do for my little one today is to make sure she has a fresh nappy and to support my wife, and I'm not thinking about 20 years from now all the time. I may have glimpses of it, but I think that's the right way to approach it because if you're thinking too far ahead, you're missing the now, right? And someone posted an awesome thing on our Rad Dads page today. Greg, can you have a look on your phone? It was just this awesome antidote or anecdote that would fit this moment right now, and I guess I can edit it out or I can just do a bit of freestyling or I could... Do looking, looking. I could do the laundry ad again? Did your heart sink when the police car drove past us, looking in the mirror? Why did the what just now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've police got slightly fogged up. Windows. Well, again, it's like an episode. Uh, What's well, like that scene in Titanic where Rose is getting. <laughs> so I think as long as we're not. Um, you know, one of us glowed. isn't shirtless. I think. Yeah, I think we're fine. Yeah. So we had this awesome uh, post, and and it was around. Um, thinking about the future and do you want to read it out Greg 
It's not about perfect, it's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation happens. That's how change occurs. Boom, and who, who wrote that? That's our brother David McAdam. McAdam, yeah. McAdam, so hugs to you, bro. Thank you for joining the journey. And we're talking about all the same stuff. We're just trying to work out where we fit in this and how we all fit together. I think it's pretty logical when you think about it like that. We all do fit together. Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do. And I think, again, the more we can facilitate the conversation, um, the better. Um, and I guess with that, um, we're probably going to need to wrap it up. Uh, Will and I need to get some lunch before we have to go off to meetings and what have you this afternoon. But again, um, just in the same kind of vein as um, the the start of the podcast, bear with us over the next little bit. We're, we're really working hard on reshaping a schedule, looking at some exciting new developments in terms of upping audio quality, and we're looking to try and get back on track with a, a, a constant constant delivery schedule of Rad Dad's goodness. So again, thank you for being um, brought into uh, a message bigger than just having a podcast ready there for you to consume at your leisure. Um, but do know that we're working really hard to take uh, Rad Dad's, the Rad Dad's message, the Rad Dad's movement to the next level. So with that, if you haven't already, Rad Dad's NZ, uh, Rad Dad's NZ on Facebook, uh, like and follow us there. Uh, Red Dad's New Zealand uh, at gmail.com on the email. Uh, very, very shortly, we're going to see some activity happening on Instagram, which will be at Red Dad's, I think, from memory. And, and laundryz.co.nz <laughs> was the website, and I built that website all by myself. And one day I put this picture of uh, how to fold a shirt in three minutes. No, three seconds, and I thought it was awesome. And my business partner, my wife, said, take that off. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll hop out of our uh, fogged-up car and uh, casually go get some lunch. It's like being born.